I want to first say thank you and welcome into Devore Darkens Live. What are we talking about today? Let's start there. Well, one of the common questions I get, probably the most question that is asked, is what books are you reading? What books do you recommend? And there's only really two that I always go back to. One is The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, and the other is Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I thought maybe I'll actually go another step further and talk about the three most powerful lessons in Think and Go Rich that will change your life. So if you've been looking for some a sign, information, some clarity on what you should be doing to get what you want in your life, then you're going to want to watch. You're going to want to listen today. Because when we don't have the right information, we're operating with ignorance. We don't know what we don't know. So I can guarantee you this. If you listen today, if you watch today, if you participate in today's show, I guarantee there's going to be at least one thing that you take away from this today that will change your life. How could I make such a bold statement? Because somebody made the same statement to me. And at first when I heard it, I was like, okay, how could that even be possible? Anything is possible when you get the right information. And when you start understanding that information, you're unstoppable. Anything's possible. We already know this. So if you're going to spend time with me in this show right now, or maybe you might be listening or watching the replay, the time that you're about to spend is probably going to be the most valuable time you spent today. Because for at least the next hour, this show is all about you. It is all about you. This show really isn't about me. It's about you. So I want you to take some time. And as I go through today's live, truly think about your current situation and your desired situation. Meaning, where do you want to be? I've been talking to people long enough and coaching people to know a couple of things. One, you've been lying to yourself for too long now. You've been sitting there telling yourself why you can't do something. You've been buying into beliefs that are not yours. You have a dream. You've been sitting on it for years. Because you say words like, well, I'll do that as soon as. I'll do that as soon as the economy gets better or I get more money or I go back to school. A lot of you guys have been procrastinating on your dream. Yes, I am not here to sugarcoat anything. That's not who I am. I'm the guy that's always going to keep it straight with you and tell you exactly what you need to hear. Some of you guys are going to be a little triggered over that. I hope so. Because how long are you going to continue to wake up in the morning, keep doing stuff that you don't like, meaning you keep living a life that you hate, and not do anything about it? The time is now. The time is now to start living your best life. 
And so these three powerful lessons I'm going to go through today will help you do that. Because you don't know when it's going to be your last day. So you might as well start living a life that you love. And start getting the things that you truly want. The second thing that I've become very aware of is the level of ignorance that exists in all of us, including myself. We don't know what we don't know. It's just the way that it is. And we all were dealt different cards, whether your cards were great or your cards were bad when you were born. What really matters is how are you going to finish your life? What are you going to start doing from this day forward to finish your life strong? I am still fairly young in my long life ahead of me, but I am very clear on one thing. Life is going to go by like that. So I'm no longer concerned with the way my life started. I'm more concerned with what am I doing now so I can finish my life strong. So that ain't going to happen if you keep living in ignorance, not knowing who you really are, not knowing what you want, not knowing what you should be doing to get what you want. So allow this live today to truly help you make a different decision for yourself moving forward. This message that you're hearing today, it's for you. If you're watching, it's for you. You're here for a reason. But again, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to share three powerful lessons with you. And I'm sure you're going to be very inspired. But you know what? What does that even mean if you're not going to take any action? If you're not going to make a decision? This book that we're going to talk about today was written in 1935. Let's just say the 1930s. No one really knows the exact date, right? 1934, 1935 depends on what version you have. We do know this. This book has been around almost 100 years. In fact, his ideas have been around 100 years. But it's still virtually a secret. I talked to so many people today that still never even heard of this book. Ignorance. There are 7 billion people in the world. You can't even comprehend how many people that really is. You can't even imagine 7 billion people. Why, why do I say that? I say that to say that just because we know doesn't mean we're going to do. Just because you know you should eat healthy doesn't mean you understand what it means to eat healthy. Just because you know you should stand up for yourself and do what you love and start living your life doesn't mean you really understand that and definitely does not mean you will actually do it. There is always a difference between what we know 
and what we are doing. These three powerful lessons will help you understand why that happens in the first place and how to change that. So you can start doing what you know you should be doing. Why do you think there's a book written and there's a big idea out there how A plus students end up working for C students? How does that happen? How do kids who got straight A's end up working for a company and the owner is the person who got C's and D's? This is generally accurate. If you were to really dive deep, you'd find this is really an accurate statement. It's not exclusive, meaning it's not 100%. But why does that happen? It happens because the person running the company knows how to make decisions. The person who's running the company understands how to think for themselves. That's a different ball game than what we've been taught in school. See, in school, you were not taught how to think for yourself. You were not taught how to get in control of your emotions. You were not taught why do you behave the way that you do and why do you not behave the way that you should. Nobody taught you that. And your parents didn't know either. They definitely didn't teach you how to be healthy in school. And they definitely didn't teach you about money. So when you come out of school, whether it's high school or college, you're ignorant when it comes to who you are, how to think for yourself, and how to get what you really want in your life. Nobody tells us this information. However, this information exists in books. And one of the top books that teaches you how to do things like that is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Before we even get into these lessons, people, I want you to think about the title of the book. Think and Grow Rich, meaning you must think for yourself, which will cause you to become rich in all aspects of your life. Not just money. The money doesn't even matter if you're broke in your relationships and your health. Like if you go home and all you have is drama, will the money really matter? If you're always in the hospital and you can barely take care of yourself and you're on the verge of a heart attack, does the money really matter? But here's the bottom line. Think and grow rich. If you learn how to think for yourself, you can go anywhere in this world and get what you want. Are you going to do this overnight? No. But if you could just get 1% better at thinking for yourself, you're going to see profound changes. And I want you to think about if you grasp this idea that Napoleon Hill is talking about in this book, 
and you really start to implement it into your life, what do you think is going to happen to you within the next 10 years? Just take a step back and really look at the bigger picture of your life. You see, what people are doing, and I learned this concept in the military, is they're making decisions based on short-term results. But that isn't going to get you the long-term outcomes that you want. You see, in the military, everything is planned 10 years out. 10 years out. And depending on the level where this planning is occurring, at one level, it's 20 years out. At another level, it's 10 years out. At another level, it's five years out. Depends. The fact of the matter is they're making decisions not based on tomorrow. They make decisions based on years. They're thinking in years, decades. How are you thinking? Are you caught up in tomorrow? Or are you making decisions five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Because remember, it's going to go by like that. See, there's a lot of people who are not ready for this information because they are so programmed and caught up in the way society says that we should be living. But the results will tell you it doesn't make any sense. The math doesn't add up on that. Now, if you live in America, then you know it's all about capitalism. They're selling you something every single day. And they're selling to your insecurities. And in a lot of things, they're selling you false hope. So what happens? What happens is we have a society today where everybody wants the shortcut. Everybody wants the cheat code. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but no such thing exists. Not in the way that you think it does. There's no shortcut. There's no cheat code. And for the vast majority of people who think, well, you know, people are lucky. They get things handed to them. What does that got to do with you, though? What does that have to do with what you're doing in your own home, in your own life? What does that have to do with your decision-making and you getting what you want in life? See, the mistake here is that people look on the outside to say why they're not where they are or where they want to be, when really it's what's happening on the inside. That's why you are where you are today. But are you ready to take responsibility for that? Are you truly ready to take responsibility for that? I think that's a great question to ask. If you're not, it's okay. Just be honest with yourself. But I can tell you this. Nobody can help you. Nothing can help you until you take responsibility for your own life, your own decision-making, your own results. I had to do the same thing. I was not a very happy person. Okay. In fact, let me say it this way. 
I was a very angry person. I was a depressed person. I was a very serious person. I did not love myself. And I definitely hated life. But when I got into these ideas that I'm going to share with you today, these three powerful lessons, I could tell you right now, there's a complete 180. A complete 180. And you, could t- and you can end up saying the same thing about yourself if you really pay attention today. So as I go through these three powerful lessons, don't just listen and think you know what I'm saying. It's not that. What you should be looking to is understand what I'm saying and then take action. Okay? You got to take action. Whatever inspired idea you get out of this live today, whatever intuitive thought that comes to your mind, act immediately. Just execute. The problem with people is they overthink, they overanalyze, they second guess. They never, they, they never get around to making a decision. They don't take action. You'd be surprised if you just took action on the ideas that you get, like these intuitive ideas, these inspired ideas that you get. I mean, you would accelerate in your success in a way that you could never have imagined. But are you ready to let go in a sense and stop trying to control everything? Are you ready to truly commit to stepping into the higher version of yourself? You see, the only price that you have to pay to get what you want in life is this. You got to start acting like the person you want to become. That is the price. I was talking to a lady yesterday. She kept making everything about money. Well, I can't do this until I get the money. I can't do this or that until I get the money. Listen, you're not doing anything in your life because you can't make a decision. It has nothing to do with the money. See, the money is already here. You'll find the money. But you'll never find that money and you'll never get that money if you don't make a decision. If you don't act. That's the mistake, people. So first lesson. What's the first lesson? The first lesson starts in the very first chapter called desire. Which is the starting point of all achievement. You must want to be successful in order to be successful. Sounds very simple. Sounds very simple, but just think about this. Why do you think when you watch sports today, you see athletes who really aren't as good as they should be? Who have all the talent in the world, but it never results or it never ends up being, or excuse me, they never end up living up to that talent that they possess. Why is that? Because they don't have a desire to do so in the first place. 
There's a great majority of athletes today that just want the money. That's why they do the sports today. Not many people actually love it. This is almost a pandemic in and of itself when it comes to sports today. It's a totally different time. Thank you. I have a moderator who wants me to respond to this comment here. But why, why, and I'm going to address this really quick. Why do so many people in, a, in your own profession, in your own industry where you see they got gifts, they're talented, they're smart, they're intelligent, but that doesn't amount to any results. Why? Because they don't have a desire. They don't want to be successful in that area. They're focused on something else. You see, let me read this to you really quick. And then we're going to address some comments in the chat. Okay. Listen. If you're going to win in life, there is one quality one must possess, and that is a definite of purpose, the knowledge of what one wants, and a burning desire to possess it. Now, I'm going to have to go outside Think and Go Rich to also explain the concept of having that desire, which is in the Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard in Chapter 3 the power of assumption, where he says to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change, but your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. Here we go. This is why I wanted to read this book as well. All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. Sounds very simple, but absolutely misunderstood by people. If you do not have an emotional reason, here's a lesson. If you do not have an emotional reason to make change in your life, you won't. I don't care what you're wanting to change. I don't care if you want to drop weight, if you want to start a business, if you want to find a better relationship, if you want to prove your confidence, if you want to change your habits, your belief system, Anything you want permanent change in requires an emotion in the first place. You must be very emotional about it. You have to be emotionally involved. You have to actually want it. Okay. Now, let me address a couple of things in our chat here because apparently we've got some. We've got some good comments that we want to address here. All right, let's back up here. All right, so here's the comment, everybody. So, so let's really think about this. Everything that I'm saying is the same thing a fake pastor on TV would say in order to scam everyone for cash. Okay. So I appreciate that you're joining and you have something to contribute to the live here. And you know what? 
you're right about something. There are pastors out there that absolutely do that. They do scam people for cash. But my question here is, what does that have to do with me? I'm not a pastor. I'm not asking for donations. I don't collect money on this live. So I think one of the challenges here is when we overgeneralize everybody and we think everybody is doing the same thing. And I think, what are you getting out of this live by putting a comment like that? Like, how do you benefit? How does that truly help people who is on this live when you comment that way? This, these are just general questions. I'm, I'm absolutely curious. I'm not a pastor. I, I don't ask for money. So I guess, do I sound like I'm a pastor? Yeah. So, you know, I think when people comment this way, guys, you know what the learning lesson here is that obviously something happened to this person. Something happened to this person. Maybe it was last week, last month, 10 years ago. Something must have happened to this person to feel so jaded, to want to come out here and post negative comments. And it'd be one thing if I was a pastor and I was quoting scriptures and, you know, I was asking for donations. You know what? At least you would somewhat be in the ballpark. But what you're alleging has nothing to do with why this live is happening today. So I, I guess maybe you're just confused. Maybe you didn't understand what I said. And, you know, it doesn't really matter what I say because at the end of the day, you're going to believe whatever you want. And so it doesn't really matter. You know, it really, it really doesn't matter what you say. Nobody really cares. You know, because everybody is allowed to make their own decisions. And that's just the truth right there, sir. So if you want to give people real truth, then why don't you have your own live? Why don't you do your own show? You see, people who actually want to help people would actually be doing their own show and educating people. They would not waste their time commenting negative things on other people's show. Why is that? Because su successful people don't waste their time commenting negative things on other people's platforms. They don't do that. Like if they're really successful at what they do, they would be doing things that successful people do and successful people don't waste time commenting negative things. Because at the end of the day, when you're spewing negativity towards somebody else, you're hurting yourself. You're not hurting me. You're, you're definitely not hurting me. You know? <laughs> In fact, I get a kick out of this. I, I get a kick out of it because 
And listen, this is why this is a lesson for everybody who's a part of this right now. You're going to have people who make ignorant statements about what you're doing in your own life. They're going to make ignorant statements about what you choose to do on your own platform. And you have to understand is that these people won't understand what you're doing. I don't expect an understanding from him. You should never expect an understanding from anybody. The only thing that truly matters is do you understand what you want? I know what I want. I want to serve people at the highest level. I want to make sure that when people come into contact with me, they leave better off than I found them. That they leave this show thinking differently, thinking for themselves, getting what they want. That's all I care about. So obviously we must be getting somewhere if we're getting trolls like this into the comment section. So in the end, this is all good, people. It's a great learning lesson. Because see, my desire to want to live my purpose in life is more valuable, is more emotional, and just means more to me than some troll and a person who's ignorant and just wants to comment negativity. Like you see, when you get yourself to a point where you know how to think for yourself, it doesn't really matter what anybody says. You know what I mean? It really doesn't. Because the vast majority of people, they don't know what they're talking about. And if they knew what they were talking about, and they were a product of what they were talking about, they definitely wouldn't be wasting time commenting negative things on other people's platform. They wouldn't do that. That's not what happy people do. People who are happy, people who live with joy, happiness, and love in their heart, they don't spend time commenting negative things on other people's platform. If anything, if they truly love the individual, they would just scroll away and not spend any time. Like if you truly love somebody, why would you spend time around them trying to demoralize or say negative things about what they're doing? Like that wouldn't make any sense. So, that's just the bottom line to that. Now, because I want everybody to get the most out of what we're talking about today, we're going to keep this show moving on. So the very first lesson is you got to want to be different if you plan on getting what you want in your life. Excuse me. You see, Napoleon Hill writes here, the world is filled with an abundance of opportunity, which the dreamers of the past never knew. A burning desire to be and to do is the starting point from which the dreamer must take off. Dreams are not born of indifference, laziness, or lack of ambition. You see, the world no longer scuffs at the dreamer nor calls him impractical. If you think it does, take a trip around the world and see all these advancements that have taken place. You have been disappointed. You have undergone defeat during the depression. You have felt the great heart within you crushed until it bled. Take courage for these experiences have prepared you mentally and spiritually to get what you want in your life. 
You see, he's telling the story that your desire must be, it has to be strong. It's got to be a burning desire because here's why. All who succeed in life get off to a bad start and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. The turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually come at a moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their higher self. You see, when you have a desire to truly change and you really want to, you will. You will figure it out. It doesn't matter what heartbreaks you might encounter because you have a burning desire. You are obsessed with what you're after. You're going to break right through. What is the number one lesson so far? And this is just a warm up. We're just on lesson number one. We got two more to go. The third one I feel is the most powerful one. But so far, what are we saying? Because this is really, this is not a sexy topic that you're not going to change and get what you want in life unless you get emotion involved. Like you could, you just have to have an emotional reason that's going to drive you. You got to have a purpose is what I'm really saying. Every one of you guys watching or listening right now, you have a purpose in your life. There's a reason why you exist. The problem is you don't know that answer. So what happens? You've been making decisions that is not in alignment with what really makes you happy and what would allow you to live the life that you want. You're caught up in what everybody's been telling you to do and what everybody has been telling people to do has nothing to do with what life with what life is really about. Like it's a very simple conversation. If you only had 3 months to live, how differently would you live then? I bet you would start doing what you love. That's my point is that the two most important moments in your life is the day that you're born and the second is when you know why. When you know why has everything to do with your purpose in life. That's your reason. That's your emotion. Because the reason you're here, your purpose in life is based on what you love to do. Like when you fall in love with your life, when you fall in love with a person, when you fall in love with an idea, what happens? Your behavior changes. Why? Because emotions, emotions are what controls your behavior. So that's why step number one is you got to have that emotion. Got to have that des desire. Got to be obsessed. Got to fall in love with something. Like even if you did not know what your life's calling was, even if you don't know that, you must fall in love with some idea because that's going to be your reasoning. That's going to be your purpose. If you're not emotionally involved in your life, Quite frankly, you're lost. You're not going to make anything happen. It's just the way that it works. 
We all have done this before. We've all become emotional about something and then we got it. You can look back at your life and see the times where you or your heart, your emotion was into something, your behavior changed, and you got what you wanted. It could have happened in a short term, in a short period, or it could have happened over a span of years. But I can guarantee you were emotionally driven about it. So you, you just have to be emotionally involved. Now, what's lesson number two? Let me go to the iPad here. Lesson number two. If you haven't already, make sure you like this, guys. Are you sharing this stream right now? Okay, why? Why do you guys need to keep liking this show right now? Why do you need to share it? Because this is what allows me to keep doing what I'm doing. We need people to know. We need this platform to push this information. So get the likes up. Get the likes up. Well, while I'm waiting for those likes to increase, we're going to go to lesson number two. And it actually has two parts. Hold on. There we go. All right. Two parts here to lesson number two. I'm going to put, matter of fact, no, why don't I do this? Because I got to save my places in this book. We're going to use a Franklin to help us. All right. I've been practicing this habit of keeping $1,000 of cash in my wallet on purpose. Why? I want to program myself to always have that. It's a trick. All right. Let's get into this lesson number two. We got the likes up. All right. Appreciate that, guys. Okay. Let's let's get into this. Lesson number two. This is a huge mistake before we even get to the actual quote. People don't believe. They're closed-minded. So you might start getting an idea of what you want the life that you desire to live. But if you don't believe it, it ain't going to happen. And I can guarantee nobody has ever taught you how to believe. I can guarantee that. I want to teach you right now. How do you start to believe? Why do you need to believe? Because what you believe to be true will become a fact in your life. It's belief that truly allows the emotion of faith to become constant towards whatever it is that you want. And we know we need, okay, if we plan on getting whatever it is that we want in our life, we got to have faith. If we don't have any faith, that means we're not acting like the person we want to become. We're not acting like the person who would get whatever it is that we want. The person who would get whatever they want is a person who operates by faith, not by fear. It's a person who believes, they expect, they assume, they don't hope, they don't wish. 
Okay. There's a, the energy is different. So let's go into this. And we're still in the desire chapter, by the way. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be believed, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. And you, you're you going to have to have faith, courage, and belief if you want to win in life. There's no question about it. Because see, what's happening with people? What What is the true mistake here? I said that people don't believe. Why do people not believe? Because they have a disease. I was talking with this with my wife. They have the FSL disease. Do you guys know what FSL disease is? Does anybody know? FSL disease. It's a mental disease. F stands for fear. S stands for scarcity. And L stands for lack. Fear, scarcity, lack, disease. That's what they have. That's why they don't believe. They've been living their life with FSL for so long. They make decisions based on fear. They make decisions based on scarcity. They make decisions based on lack. Meaning, when you're allowing fear to control your life, that means you're living in pure ignorance. You don't understand. Why do we fear? We fear because we don't understand. If you're stepping outside your comfort zone and doing something you've never done before, yes, you should be scared. Why? Because you don't understand. You've never done it before. Fear. Scarcity, lack. See, scarcity is, you know what? There's not enough to go around. I can never get that. I don't deserve that. We don't need all that. I don't need a lot of money. You know, it's just based on ignorance. Why would you want to live the rest of your life struggling with money? That makes no sense. But see, people would rather buy into this idea of scarcity and believe that they can't earn any more money and become very comfortable with being miserable than to step out in the unknown and actually get the money that they want. Why? Because they have the FSL disease. Fear, scarcity, lack. What do I mean when I say lack? That's all they look at in their life. They look at what's missing. They look at what they don't have. They never give any attention to what they 
do have. That's why they don't believe. Let's read this again. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. You see, when you're living your life with FSL, nothing will ever change. It will just continue to be in this never-ending loop of the same results from one year to the next. For the vast majority of people in the world, that's exactly the way their life will be. They will just keep doing the same thing. No growth, no risk. They play it safe. And then in the end, they have nothing to show for it. Why do you think so many people struggle in retirement who are 60 years or older? Why do you think they struggle so much? Because they didn't take any risk. They played it safe. They conformed to what society told them to do. That's just the reality. They mismanaged their opportunities in life. They lived a life in ignorance. They don't know. See, it doesn't matter which way you cut it. Doesn't matter whether it was me or somebody else that you listen to. We're all going to end up in the same place, which is the truth. And the truth is this. That when you came into this world, there was nothing wrong with you. You were a risk taker. You were a dreamer. You fantasized. You were an action taker. That's, that's who you were as a child. Then what happened? Well, society came along and started telling you to stop. Stop dreaming. Stop doodling. Stop fantasizing. Don't do that. Pay attention. Here's what you're doing wrong. What is wrong with you? Are you stupid? And that's all you heard as a child. Money don't grow on trees. We can't afford that. Rich people, they're scammers. The world is against us. That's what you hear as a child. So you grow up and that's what you believe. And that's why some of you guys out there, you have FSL. You're living your life with fear, scarcity, and lack because you've been programmed to. So you've got to change it. Lesson number two is you got to believe. No belief, you will not have faith, courage. Nothing's going to happen. Let's read this one more time. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. How do you become ready to get the things that you want in your life? You got to believe you can get it in the first place. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. The state of mind, you know what that means? It means when your conscious and your subconscious mind is in alignment with each other. That means that what you are imagining, you are emotionally involved with. That's what it means. And you're operating from a place of assumption expectation, anticipation. Not from a place of doubt. 
open-mindedness is essential for belief. We've had some people who joined the live today. Clearly, they're closed-minded. They're so closed-minded, they immediately reject everything that was said. That's how you know you're dealing with someone who's closed-minded. Immediate rejection. Not even, well, could you explain a little bit more when you said these words? I'd like some more clarification. No, no, no. Just immediate rejection. That's what closed-minded people do. They don't think. They react emotionally. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. Why does he say this right after that paragraph? He's saying that because you've got to understand that the same amount of energy you spend living living a mediocre life and not doing what you want in life is the same amount of energy you could be using to get what you want in your life and live the way that you want. In fact, I would argue that it takes more energy to be negative. It takes more energy to be negative. Because you drain yourself every day when you live your life that way. You don't ever hear anybody say, man, I'm exhausted from being positive. But you hear these words, I'm just tired. I'm fed up. I'm done with the BS. But you never hear, oh, I'm done being happy. I'm fed up with being grateful for my life. I'm being serious here. See, we got to start understanding how to think for ourselves. Think and grow rich. You got to learn to think. That's how you become rich in your life, in your relationships, with your health. So, lesson number three. Lesson number three. Why do I say these are the powerful lessons? Because this book has a thousand lessons in here and I haven't gotten through any of them. But what I've gotten through so far and that has made a change in my own life are these lessons I'm sharing with you today. So we're just barely scratching the surface of this book. The lesson here, and this is why I do what I do, why I've spent at least just on mindset alone, over $50,000. Because you're not going to change until you make a change in your subconscious mind. That's why I was talking about desire. You can't access your subconscious mind unless you're emotional. Unless you're emotional. And you're not going to get emotion involved and stay emotionally involved if you're not open-minded enough, if you don't believe. And if you don't believe and you're not emotionally involved on a consistent basis, you will not change what's happening in your subconscious mind. This is why I told you the third lesson is absolutely the most powerful one. Because if you want to know what stops people from doing what they truly want to do and what makes people do things they don't want to do, it's their subconscious mind that's doing that. That's why I said, 
I don't care who you are. I don't care what your credentials are. I don't care how many initials you have at the end of your last name. That doesn't mean anything. Your results will tell the story. Do you understand how to get the most out of yourself? If you do, then that's the life you're living. Your life would show that. But if you're not earning the money you want, if you're struggling with money, if you don't love yourself, if you lack confidence, okay, if you're not where you want to be, it's because you don't understand what's happening in your subconscious mind. That's why I say, just because you are aware of the word subconscious mind doesn't mean you understand the word subconscious mind. I know. Listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm going to give it to you straight. There are so many people in the world who are so intelligent but have no money. So many people who are bright, smart, funny, no results, zero. Why? It's because of what's happening in their subconscious mind. What's happening in the subconscious mind takes no degrees, takes no special certifications. You don't need a lifetime experience to understand this. Let's read this. Let's read this. If you're going to make a step towards getting what you want in your life, you're going to have to learn how to influence your subconscious mind. That's exactly what chapter four called auto suggestion is all about. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto suggestion. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means that if you do not get emotionally involved, it doesn't matter what you consciously think. It'll never get into your subconscious mind. How do we know this to be true? Well, I'm sure you've had some negative thoughts from time to time. Did they ever really turn into anything? Did they ever manifest into their physical equivalent? The answer is no. Why? Because you weren't really emotional about it. You kind of thought about it, then you let it go. But when you keep thinking the same thought over and over and over again, and you start to get emotional about it, I guarantee you've seen the physical equivalent show up. And I'm not talking about you got emotion involved one time. I'm talking about repeatedly. It's like you're dominating thought. Listen, we have to start understanding the subconscious mind here, guys. The subconscious mind can only accept. It cannot reject. You see, everything in this universe happens by law. It happens perfectly. You think it's an accident that consciously you can accept or reject anything that I'm saying right now. But subconsciously, you can only accept. Why is that? Because the subconscious mind is like a computer. It just executes the program. 
That's why you speak the language that you do. That's a program. Why do you eat the food that you do? That's a program. Why do you practice the religion that you do? That's a program. Why do you keep living where you've been living? That's a program. Why do you keep attracting the people you've been attracting? That's a program. Your subconscious mind just executes. It doesn't care whether it is morally correct, whether it is unethical, doesn't care whether it's a negative or positive. It does not discriminate. It just executes whatever's been given to it. We have to start understanding what we're dealing with here, folks. If you're that person that think what's happening on the outside is why you're not where you are in life, you're absolutely confused. You don't have the right information. The right information is you are where you are in your world because of your subconscious mind. That is what controls your belief system. That's what controls your behavior. That's what controls what you're getting in your life. You do not attract what you want. You attract what you are in your subconscious mind. Which is why Napoleon Hill dedicated an entire chapter to the principle he coined auto-suggestion. It's where you start to suggest ideas to your subconscious mind on a repetitive basis. This is why I've coined the term emotional repetition. You need to get an idea using your imagination. You need to become emotionally involved in whatever it is you're thinking about and exercise repetition. Emotional repetition of a new idea. The idea meaning your goal, the life you want to live, the person you want to become, the habit you want to develop, the belief you want to accept. You must exercise emotional repetition. You must be emotionally involved. You see, I say it all the time. Your subconscious mind is a bank vault. It is secured. The only way to open the bank vault is with emotion. The only way to store something in the safety deposit box is using repetition. Now, there is an alternative way which is the way that's never recommended. And that happens through a traumatic experience. This is why when somebody is raped, somebody experiences a gunfire battle, whether that is your military or you're in the streets or you're abused, your behavior automatically changes without your awareness. Why? Because it's a traumatic event. It's an emotional shock to your subconscious mind. And new ideas are planted instantly. And usually those ideas are not good. This is why, for example, there's times where a helicopter is flying over my house and my heart starts beating really fast. Why is that? Because when I was in Afghanistan, my heart was beating fast every single day. And what did I hear every single day? Helicopters. So the idea is planted in my subconscious mind, has programmed my heart to speed up when it hears a particular sound. We got to start to understand the way our mind works, people.
or a loud noise, a bang. Why? If you hear a bang a thousand times in one year and your heart jumps up and then you leave that environment and you go to an environment that's quiet and then all of a sudden you hear bang, what happens? You go back to what you were programmed. Not just military guys. Some of you guys start acting differently when you're around certain people. Why is that? Because you have ideas programmed in your subconscious mind that was influenced by that individual. So when you come around that individual, what happens? That idea starts to express itself. Oh, let me give you another one. This is really good. You get in your car, you turn on the radio, and you hear that hip-hop or country song that's annoying. You don't like it at first. You don't really care for it. But then... You get in the car the next day. You hear it again. You turn it off. Then the next day, you turn it off again. And then the next day, you listen to it for a little longer. And then a little longer. And then by the end of the month, you know the lyrics. You know the beat. You love the song. Why? Because music is emotional. And because you heard the song a thousand times, repetition, it's a new idea in your subconscious mind. I can keep going, but I think you guys are getting the point. Lesson three is you're not going to get what you want in your life if you don't change what's happening in your subconscious mind. Everything you have in your life is because of what's happening in your subconscious mind. That is cheat code. Like, that's the T. That's what people don't understand. So when they start a project but don't finish, subconscious mind. When they keep attracting people who are no good for them, subconscious mind. When they keep self-sabotaging, subconscious mind. When they keep living paycheck to paycheck, subconscious mind. That's the root cause. So when we talk about auto-suggestion... What are we talking about? We're talking about reprogramming what's happening in your subconscious mind. So he goes on to write. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts which have been well emotionalized with belief goes back to that word belief. You see, if you're closed-minded and then you try to use affirmations, they won't work. You're too closed-minded. You're not open-minded enough. Like, you're not committed. Why? Because you don't have the desire to. Remember, it goes back to lesson number one. You're, you're not obsessed. You haven't fallen in love. Every one of you guys, when you fall in love with a person, what happened? You changed your behavior. So if you have a purpose in your life where you're doing something you love to do, there goes that emotion again, love, which starts to make you open-minded to new ways of thinking. You become more open-minded. You start to believe in things differently. And that is what allows you to use affirmations in the right way. 
Most people who say affirmations don't work, they're ignorant. They don't understand affirmations. That's why they say things like that. You see, if you truly understood what an affirmation is and how it works, you would never say the word that it doesn't work. That means you don't understand how to use it. That's like saying, oh, this brand new Mercedes 2022 with zero miles on it doesn't work. Do you know how to drive a car? No. Okay. Well, maybe that's why it doesn't work because you don't understand how to drive it. You see, this might be one of the most powerful things that you're experiencing today. Because what am I saying? The problem here is ignorance, a lack of understanding. How many times do you say things and you don't even understand what you're talking about? You're just saying them. Yeah, I got to have a positive attitude. Right? Or we've got we've to do better. Do you even understand how to do better? Get, get the likes up, guys. Get the likes up. I'm, I'm just getting into it. Come on now. Get the likes up. Share this. Okay? I don't care where you are, whether you're on Facebook, share this right now. You already know why you should. People need to hear this. Listen, these are not my ideas. I did not create this. I'm just sharing with you what a gentleman, okay? Understand this. Understand this, okay? And I'm going to use his own words to bring this point home. It's in chapter eight, decision, analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark. Let's stop right there. He analyzed individuals, not just one or two, hundreds, who had accumulated a million dollar fortune. Let's understand what we're talking about here. This book, according to the version I have, was first published I'm not getting that answer here, so hold on. I know it's 19, oh, 1937. Here it is. 1937. So in, 19, in the 1930s, he was analyzing individuals, hundreds of them, who had accumulated million-dollar fortunes. Do you understand how much that is today? Does anybody understand how much that is today? Let's ask our good friend Google. Google never fails us, right? Million dollars from 30s equals what today? A million dollar a million dollars in the nineteen thirty is equivalent to seventeen million today. Seventeen million. 
Why am I saying this? Because I didn't create these ideas, okay? This is coming from someone who did the work already. But I do want to bring this point home. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. People who are successful, they make quick decisions. They don't procrastinate. They take action. They execute. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Why am I talking decision to wrap up these three lessons? Because I got to tell you this. Nothing that I said today will matter if you don't decide to do something about it. A decision requires you to take action. A decision requires you to spend money in some way, shape, or form. A decision requires you to spend your time and energy. If you're not spending your time, energy, or money, you didn't make a decision. It's just that simple. Let's read this as well. People who fail, matter of fact, the majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. Do you care about what others think of you? Is that why you haven't been making decisions that are based on what you truly want? That's your answer right there. Majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient, not even become rich, sufficient just to get by for their needs are generally influenced by the opinions of others. They permit the newspaper, social media, their friends, and their family to do the thinking for them. If you are influenced by opinions when you reach decisions, you will not succeed in any undertaking, let alone getting money in your life. Because what happens when you start to act like the person you want to become? People around you are going to start looking at you differently. Why? Because when you change... They got to change. When you start moving differently, they got to move differently. They don't want to do that. Why is that? Because they have a subconscious mind. They've been programmed to live the way that they're living. And when you go to change the way that you're living, because you've made a decision, because you're starting to understand that your life has been controlled by your subconscious mind, and the person next to you does not understand that information, yeah, they're, they're going to second guess you. Absolutely. They're going to put up a, a fight. Sometimes this is your parents. Sometimes it's your kids. Sometimes it's your husband or your wife. Which is why you have to make a committed decision. You see... You can make all the excuses in the world, but none of them are going to help you get what you want. And here's where we're going to leave off. And this is a quote I'm just going to recite to you. 
So I really want you to pay attention. If I want to be free, I got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. Not the me that I think my wife thinks I should be. If I want to be free, I got to be me. And so I better know who me is. If you're going to be free in your life, you better start understanding how to be yourself. Stop allowing your wife, your husband, your family, your kids, your friends, people who don't give a shit about you, control your decision making. This is the cold, hard truth, but it's the truth that will set you free. Because how are you ever going to get what you want in your life if you're allowing everybody around you to control your decision making and do your thinking for you? This doesn't mean that they don't love you, but they're ignorant. They don't understand. Stop expecting them to. The only person who truly needs to understand to get what they want in their life is the individual themselves. Stop looking at other people for validation. Stop looking for approval. Stop looking for evidence. Just take action. Go after what you want. Make a decision. Well, DeVore, you don't understand. I don't have my degree yet. I don't have the money. What does that have to do with you making a decision today to start doing something? You're telling me you there is nothing that you can do. There's always something that can be done. Always. And if you're planning on becoming the person you truly want, this is the only way to think. You must start thinking how you can make things happen. You got to stop waiting for things to happen. You have to step into the realization that the only way things are going to change is because of you, not anybody else. Which is why being true to yourself will set you free. But you've got to make a decision. You got to make a true decision. Love you. If you don't make a decision, nothing's going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. And people who fail to make decisions, well, I don't know what else to tell you. I've, I've given you everything. But maybe you need to hear this a thousand more times and then you'll make a decision. Maybe that's you and that's okay. That's actually a good thing. Because that means you keep coming back. That means you're open-minded. You know, maybe today you're at 30% with your decision. Maybe tomorrow you'll be at 70%. Maybe on Monday you'll be at 100 and then you'll, you'll go for it. But just do this one thing for me. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit. Never accept defeat. You think you, make, you made a mistake or you think you lost in life. Understand something. Change the language. You learned something. And there's nothing in this world that's more priceless than the lessons that we are allowed to learn when we look back on our life. <clears throat> Nobody can make you learn those lessons. But those lessons have prepared you to do what you're going to do moving forward. That's why things happen for you, not to you.
But you got to make a decision to think this way. Got to make a decision. You got to stop caring about what other people think. Who cares about the trolls? Who cares about the haters? Doesn't matter. Your desire for the life you want to live must be stronger than the opinions of others. That's the bottom line. That's how you're going to be able to start making decisions in your life. So where are we? Well, let's take some questions. Zoom is open, by the way. So if you want to Zoom with me, you got questions you want me to answer live, go to my YouTube channel, click the link. It's pinned in the chat box and join me on Zoom. All right. Let's catch up with you guys here in the chat box here. Excuse me. What are we working with? All right. As you think, so are you. That's exactly right. How come I've been feeling like I'm not real? I don't understand that question. You might have to rephrase that. You might have to rephrase that. All right, here we go. So username E-A-S-H-L-E-E-V-E-E. -E -E -E. Can you explain your process when you journal? I don't know where to start. Well, I could tell you my journal that I use called the Purpose Blueprint Journal looks like this. And I write in this journal right before I go to sleep. And this journal is, it's got, what's this, two, four, six sections to it. Really, it's got three sections to it. Section one is where, where am I going in my life? So it's got my purpose, my vision, and my goal. Where am I going? Section two, it's got my self-image, which is the identity that I need to accept and assume to achieve this goal. It's got my belief and my habit. This is who I need to become to get to where I want to go. Then on the second page are the actions I'm taking to get there. What are the most important actions I'm going to do tomorrow to achieve my goal? And I don't put more than six. In fact, what I like to do is I will three for business and three for personal. Then I have my gratitude list section. What am I grateful for? I'm going to give you guys something very powerful here. I don't just write down what I'm grateful for as far as what I have. I also write down what I want. So I'm grateful for the things that I want. Why is that? Because I would be grateful if I got them. So I might as well start feeling that way now. This is what I write in my journal. And then... I got a power affirmation. 
And then lastly is a visual a power session, but it's where I visualize myself completing these six tasks successfully. I do this every day. That's why I don't live a life of stress. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm not depressed. I don't get anxiety. Why? Because I'm thinking for myself every day. I'm training myself to think this way. All I have to do is write it down. Now, why would someone do this? Because I made a decision a long time ago. I made a decision, come hell or high water, I'm going to live my purpose and I'll die trying if I have to. Someone will have to kill me to stop me from doing what I'm doing right now. I will never stop. That's the type of decision you got to make. You're not going to just do these journals for fun. That's why I'm not the same person I was six months ago. I'm not the same person I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Just not. Why? It's just constant growth. Constant growth. When you're doing what you love to do, the only way is up. It's the only way. All right, let me scroll back here because there are some questions that I overlooked. And for people on YouTube, I apologize. Let me hook you up, okay? If you're on YouTube, let me hook you up. All right, give me a second, guys. I want to make sure people on YouTube can see what we're looking at today. Hold on. Here we go. There we go. All right. Now, if you're on YouTube, LinkedIn, or Facebook, you should be good to go. Now you're seeing the questions I'm answering. All right. Starting from the top. Some people have special needs. Can't all get A's in schools. Yeah, see, this is why that person got triggered. This is why this user got triggered about me, because he didn't hear the context. The context was, why is it that someone who barely passed high school can run a multi-million dollar company? How does that happen with no education? Because it doesn't matter what you know. That doesn't control what you're going to do. It's your subconscious mind that controls what you do. So when you see people who do not have initials at the end of their name, don't work in the corporate world or, you know, don't have all this education, but are highly successful. It's because they have ideas in their subconscious mind that is in alignment with what they want in their life. They're not operating with limiting beliefs.
Here, I'll bring this point home for you. Okay. I'll bring this point home. So, and I want to make sure I quote the right information because I think people let's see here understand this understand this Elon Musk, the richest man, well, officially the richest person, officially, okay, legally the richest person. Understand this. He got accepted into the PhD program at Stanford. Day two, he dropped out. He dropped out day two. Just thought I might tell you guys that. You ready for this? Who's ready to hear this? This is the context this guy was missing. You want to know who never graduated college and are the richest people in the world? Let's go through it. Bill Gates. Mark Zuckerberg did not graduate college. Michael Dell, the owner and founder of Dell. Steve Jobs. Richard Branson. I know you guys know who he is. Jay-Z as well. Both billionaires, by the way. Both did not graduate college. Oh, I could just keep going. Yeah, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because it doesn't matter what you know. It really doesn't. It matters what you understand. If you understand how to get things in your life, you're the most educated person in the room. Just because you know everything the textbook says doesn't mean anything. You see, when you start to truly understand what life's about, you'll see that you've been playing the wrong game. I used to envy the kids I went to high school with. Their, their parents would drop them off in these luxury cars. Some of these kids got to drive luxury cars to school. I see these same people today, and they're not happy. They're stuck in a career that they hate. They're in a marriage that they hate. They don't live a healthy life. They are not happy. But they got the degrees. What happened? They don't understand how to think and grow rich. That's what happened. See, that's the conversation people don't want to have. But I'm just giving you guys the truth. I'm just, just telling you what it is. I'm just telling you what it is. Me and my wife, we make more money than... People who are doctors. Why? Because we changed what was happening on the inside. We didn't need to go to college for that. 
Now, some of you guys are going to need to go to college if you want to become a doctor, obviously, a lawyer. Absolutely. Let's see here. Yeah, if you guys are seeing these comments, we had a little troll in here. Don't worry about him. I like to let his comments stay just to, you know, bring bring the point home. All right, let's see here. Someone was asking me, am I reading off a script? I'm reading from a book. Did you not see that? Oh, he thinks this is a scam because God hasn't been brought up by by God in all his books. Okay, so I think this is a great conversation to have because there are people like that that struggle with this idea. Why do you think so many p people push back on personal development? Because they're looking at this as a either or situation. Either you're in personal development or you're in religion. Which one is it? You see, that's a person who has FSL disease, fear, scarcity, and lack. They're missing out on the one word, abundance. Why can't both be true at the same time? Why can't we use both? Why do you think so many people are terrible Christians? Because they don't know how to think for themselves. They go into church. They say everything about what the gospel says. They walk out and then start doing what they've been doing. And doing the opposite of what they were just on the stage, what they were just saying. Yes, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. But then tomorrow, they're complaining about money. We got to think at a higher level, people. This is not an either or conversation. This is and. If you're in religion, great. And you should learn how to think for yourself at the same time. Why? Because if you start to learn how to think for yourself... Then what type of Christian will you become? Then what type of Catholic would you become? I don't know. I think that's common sense. That is no longer no longer common in today's world. I think that that's just too simple for people. I mean, it's simple for me, but, you know. And by the way, God is everywhere and everyone all the time. I don't care if you don't believe in religion. Call it energy. Call it spirit. Call it the universe. Call it source. Call it God. Call it Jesus. Call it Allah. I don't care. The bottom line is this. You have the ability to use your imagination and think for yourself. In the end, are you going to not do that and then just live a life that contradicts the life that your religion says that you should be living like they all have similar characteristics we all should be living from a place of love we all should not be out there intentionally hurting people we all should be with the mindset of service 
Well, we can't do that if we don't know how to think for ourselves. Okay. Yeah, so that's another conversation. This is not a religious sermon today, guys. Okay? All right? This whole thing about, well, the Bible is man-made, so it's a scam. All right. Then everything's a scam. Because you're man-made, right? This microphone I'm using is man-made. TikTok's man-made. The money you use to pay for the food that you eat is man-made. So is that a scam too? I mean, come on, guys. This isn't high school. Don't be afraid to think for yourself. Yeah, Think and Grow Rich, it's a great book. You're definitely going to love it. All right, now I'm caught up here. Excuse me. Okay, here we go. So he finally made, or he finally gave us a productive comment to actually respond to. Hold on, guys. You said that we, you said, think we rich, we will be. That's not truth. Well, if you don't believe it to be truth, it won't be in your life. The author titled this book, Think and Grow Rich. Meaning you think for yourself so you can become rich in all aspects of your life. Again, not my opinion. Let's read this from Wallace D. Waddles, a gentleman who wrote the book, The Science of Getting Rich, in 1903. You know what he says? He says, Whatever may be said in praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete or successful life unless one becomes rich. Hold on, hold on before your opinions jump up. We cannot rise to our greatest possible height in talent, spirituality, unless we have plenty of money. In order to unfold our purpose and our soul and develop our talents, we must have money and we must have many things to use and we cannot use these things unless we have money to buy them. Therefore, the basis of all human advancement must be the science of getting rich. The purpose of life is expansion, growth, fuller expression, 
You can't do that if you can't even pay your rent. How can you grow if you're not invested in yourself because you can't eat? You don't have any money to eat. Each of us has a right to life. This means the right to have the free and unrestricted use of all things that may be necessary to our fullest mental, spiritual, and physical unfolding. In other words, our right to be rich. Now, here's the bow on the top for the people who think they understood what I just read. Get this. In this book, I shall not speak of riches in a figurative way. I messed that up. To be really rich does not mean to be satisfied or content with a little. You ought not to be satisfied with a little if you are capable of using and enjoying more. Every individual should have all that can contribute to the power, elegance, beauty, and richness of life. What is he saying? He goes on to talk about how all the advancements in life has come from people having money. I am not on this live today telling you that you need to become as rich as Elon Musk. I'm not even telling you to shoot to become a billionaire. I'm just telling you, why don't you get clear on the money you need in order to live the life you feel you deserve? Maybe you only need $200,000 a year. Maybe you need 500. Maybe you need a million. Maybe you need 10 million. I don't know. I think that's something you get to decide. But understand this. The people who hurt the most when there's a recession, you know who get hurt the most? is the people who lack financial literacy and don't have any money. Like These are the people who are living a lifestyle that their checks can't cash. So you have a right to earn the money that you truly want in your life, to live the life that you feel you deserve. I don't know. I, I, I just... Why would we want to be poor is my point. How are you going to help poor people if you're one of them? This is what Jay-Z said. How are you going to lead your community if you're just a follower? How are you going to impact the next generation if you don't break the cycle? Why do you think people on welfare, they're third, fourth generation? They're programmed to be. That's all they know. But do you honestly think, no matter the God that you serve or what you believe in, do you honestly think our purpose in life is to be on welfare? To barely get by? To live a life of fear, scarcity, and lack. You know how you can prove this to yourself that this doesn't make any sense? Is because when you live your life filled with fear, scarcity, and lack, it doesn't feel good. And it never gets you the results that you want. But when you start living your life filled with joy, love, abundance, happiness, what happens? Good things happen. Better things happen. 
You have a right to be rich in every aspect of your life. Don't let anybody tell you anything differently. And if somebody's telling you it's it's probably because they're broke. Only broke people tell people that they shouldn't get rich. All right. Let's see here. I love the comments, guys. Appreciate it. All right, here we go. Here's a good question. What if I'm emotional about something, but too scared to do the first step? Too scared to take action. Why is that? Well, that means you don't understand fear. Usually the number one reason why people get stopped in their tracks When it comes to fear, why does fear hold so many people back? It holds so many people back because they don't understand fear in the first place. They know the word fear. They've been, you know, told about fear. They've been reading about fear, but they don't understand the process. The cause of fear is ignorance. You don't know any better. You're supposed to be scared. That's the understanding. The understanding is you're supposed to be scared. A lot of people believe I'm not supposed to be scared. No, yes, you are. It's the way the mind works. If you're stepping outside your comfort zone, you're supposed to be scared. But that doesn't mean you stop. Why? Because if you have understanding you now can do something that you should be focusing on, which is the opposite of fear. That is faith. Faith and fear is the opposite of the same coin. It's an emotion. It's in your subconscious mind. Fear is based on ignorance and faith is based on understanding. So when you are allowing fear to stop you, it's because you lack understanding of fear in the first place. You don't understand what causes it. You don't understand how you've caused that fear. And you also don't understand the concept of faith. So what do you do? Well, you might want to pick up the book, Think and Go Rich, and start studying it so you can understand So you'll have faith. I'm not being sarcastic with you. I'm just telling you exactly what it is because a lot of people on social media, they just like to sugarcoat things. The bottom line is you need to get into these books and you need to study like a scientist. You need to understand. You're not going to understand picking up the book one time. That's what most people do. You're not going to understand casually listening to the audio book every now and then. That ain't going to do it. You have to study yourself like you're a scientist. You got to be obsessed with getting the most out of yourself. It's not for everybody. That's not for everybody. But for the people who want to win, that's what they do. They become obsessed. They study. They study themselves. They study their craft. They put in the work. It's the only way. 
You can't get something in this world without nothing. You got to give something up. You got to give up that Netflix. You got to give up going to the bar every weekend. You got to give up playing it safe. You got to make space for what you want in your life. I mean, listen, guys, we've been lied to for a very long time now. We've been told that you got to do these things to be successful. Here's the problem. That's not how a person becomes successful. Because you can have two businesses servicing the same market and get two different results. Doing the same thing. That's why you can have 100 people pick up this book. They all read it. But only two people actually get results. Why? Well, it's explained in the science of getting rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Would you guys like to hear the answer to this? How it, why is it that two people could be doing the same thing and get different results? How does that happen? I talked about the subconscious mind, of course. How does that happen? Well, let's look at it. In fact, let me, I'm in the wrong chapter. Uh, here we go. You do not get rich by doing certain things. You become rich by doing things in a certain way. Let me rephrase that. You do not become successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way. You don't get what you want in your life by doing certain things. You get what you want in your life by doing things in a certain way. What does this really mean? That means you need to start thinking about what you want regardless of your current circumstances. That's exactly what that means. <clears throat> you got to start operating your life from a place of faith and understanding. That's what it means. The certain way is the way that you think. This is why two people could be in the same business, selling to the same customers and get two different results. One is thinking in a certain way and the other is not. One is thinking for themselves. The other is not. Man, we can go all day with this, guys. This is a really good book. I highly recommend you guys get it. I highly recommend that you get it. Another example of doing things in a certain way is being grateful. Being grateful for what you want. See, if you're already grateful for the things that you want, you'll get them. Because you're acting like the person you want to become. You're acting like the person who would have those things. How do we know that to be true? 
because you would be grateful if you had those things. Man, guys, I'm just warming up here. Like I can go all day with this. This is, this is, this is all self-evident. I don't need to convince you of anything. You can prove this all to yourself. You can prove this to yourself. There are times you made things happen in your life and the circumstances would have said it wasn't possible at that time. But you got it anyway. You figured it out. We didn't get to where we are today where I'm able to go live on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and TikTok with people playing it safe and thinking logically. What I'm doing right now is not logical. This is illogical. I got people from Africa, Australia, Europe. Tell us where, where you're from in the, in the comment section. I bet I have somebody from the Caribbeans, Canada, America. 50 years ago, people would have laughed at this idea. Why don't you go get a real job? Why don't you go get a career? Why don't you go work at corporate? Why don't you stay in the military and get the retirement? You see, I decided to do things in a certain way. That's why every day I'm getting richer. That's why every aspect of my life has improved. And I'm saying that because you can say the same thing about yourself. But you got to stop thinking like everybody else. You do not become successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way. The certain way is thinking for yourself. The certain way is letting your past go and moving on to the future. The certain way is changing what's happening in your subconscious mind. The certain way is using your imagination and thinking about whatever it is you want to think about regardless of wherever you are today. Thinking in a certain way and doing things in a certain way means you you don't take no for an answer. You don't care that they're saying, well, the economy is going to crash. Inflation is up. People are being laid off. It's a bad time. You know what? It's a bad time for you, not for me. Not for me. This is my best time, and it's only going to get better. You got to start doing things in a certain way. All right. I did that for my whole life, and now it's freaking hard to change my pattern. Well, you could still change it. Yep, it's never too late. Yeah, you know, when people say they're broke, that's a mindset. That's a mindset. You got to act in a certain way. A certain way is you'd never say the words you're broke. You know, you just cash flow is on hold right now. The money's out there. It's on its way. But I would never go down to the level of saying I'm broke. I would never do that.
And so how do you change that way of thinking? Let's go back to it. I'm, I, I, you know why I keep going back to the books? I'm going back to the books because I'm referencing somebody who has the results I want. I'm not taking somebody's opinion. This is not theory. This is all something you can prove to yourself. I'm not giving you my opinion here. I'm just sharing this information from someone who has the results I want. And I have great results now because of it. So let's see what he has to say. To do things in the way you want to do them, meaning to get what you want in your life, you're going to have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. To think the way that you want to think. You don't want to think negatively. You don't want to doubt yourself. You don't def- you definitely don't want to overthink. You don't want to doubt yourself. You don't want to be negative, Nancy. Okay? So to do things in a way that you want to do them, meaning to get what you want in life, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way that you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think means you're going to think your own truth regardless of your current experience right now, regardless of the appearances, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of the current outcome. If we sum it all up, regardless of your results. That you're going to start thinking for yourself regardless of your current results. If I want to be free, I got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. That's why I was telling you guys that. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. Not the me I think social media think I should be. If I want to be free, I got to be me. I got to start thinking for myself. If I want to get what I want in my life, I got to think about what I want Regardless of where I am right now, where I am right now has no bearing on where I'm going into the future. It's got nothing to do with it. That's what a lot of people don't get. They're allowing their past to dictate what they're going to do in the future. No, sir. No, sir. Just can't do it. You just can't do that. You got to let it go. It's over with. It's done with. Can't change it. Move on. But that's why it goes back to the D word, decision. You got to make a decision to do this, to act in a certain way. How do I make good quality friends? Become one. Become one. Become the type of person that uh, quality people would want to be around. It's as simple as that. But again, you're not going to do that if you have FSL, fear, scarcity, and lack disease. You got to be a good friend to yourself first. That's what matters. You should be your best friend. Most people don't look at it from that point of view. They sit there and they say, well, man, I used to have all these friends. I don't have any friends anymore. I want friends. It's like, 
you know what you're really saying is you're not a friend to yourself. You're not a friend to yourself. You got to become a good friend to yourself. You got to start loving yourself. I'm reading from the book, Think and Go Rich. We were in the chapter of desire and the chapter auto suggestion. So chapter one and chapter four. Yep, it can be very painful to drop some of your friends, but you know what's more painful than that? Is to live a life you regret. And then you program your kids to do the same thing. Ooh. That's exactly what's happening to a lot of people out there. Not only did they mismanage their life, but they've already programmed their kids to do the exact same thing. I can't imagine any more anything more painful than that when we're talking about life and changing our life. When did you get to a point that you were okay with that realization? I guess I need to know what you're referencing. Well, if I, if, uh, if I assume I know what you're referencing, listen, it goes back to the very first lesson, desire. You have, to, you have to have the desire to want to change. You need new ideas. This is why you guys are listening. These are all new ideas. Okay. Let's go back to it. The Power of Awareness, Chapter 3, titled The Power of Assumption. He says, the first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. That's why I said people live in ignorance. They're not, they're not getting the right information. They don't expose themselves to positive information enough. They think reading the book one time is enough. No, that will never be enough. Listen, guys, if you were to listen to me Monday through Friday for the rest of the year, I guarantee your life will change. Why? Because every team, every time you come on here, I keep giving you positive information. You can't help through the repetition of that to start accepting what I'm saying and then your subconscious mind is going to accept it. Why? Because you become emotionally involved in what I'm saying. Then what happens? Your behavior will change. Then your results will change. That's why I said reading the book one time isn't going to cut it. Now reading the book a thousand times, that's a different scenario. You get different results. Again, you don't get successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way, illogical, doing things that are illogical. Thank you for the 10,000, guys. I appreciate that. Oh, we're over 15. Love it.
Yeah, you think she deserves the moderation? Let's let's give it to her. Moderator. Let's see. How do I do this? There you go. So, Levy, you have now been promoted as a moderator for your dedicated service and commitment <laughs> to this show today. You've been promoted to moderator. Use it wisely. <laughs> this is really good. Yes, this is absolutely something I practice myself. Emotional repetition. You guys want to see how I use emotional repetition? You guys want to see how I do it? Check this out. Check this out. You guys are going to love this. People on TikTok, you're not really going to be able to see everything, but it's fine. So this is what I do. All right. Let's hook you guys up on YouTube. Let me show you what I do. Let me bring, take away TikTok. And then what I'm going to do is share my YouTube. And then it's right here. Look at this. It already comes up. Let me make sure you guys can hear it. There we go. Make sure you guys can hear this. Hold on. There we go. All right, now you guys can hear it. All right, what do I do first? Number one, step number one, is I put on some relaxing music. Can you guys hear that? Now this is one technique, by the way. Put on some relaxing music. Then I break out my journal. Put it on my desk here. Find a pen, because you know, I write so much me and my wife we write stuff so much we run out of pens like it's crazy so let's say i was going to do gratitude right now i got the relaxing music and i just start writing down what i'm grateful for i'm so grateful for serving others at the highest level today i'm so grateful for things always working in my favor. I'm so grateful for my successful and fulfilling marriage with Kennedy, which is my wife. I'm so grateful for living my purpose I'm so grateful for every aspect of my life is filled with joy, love, and happiness. I'm so grateful for growing every day. I'm so grateful for always having everything I need. 
I'm so grateful I allow good things to come into my life. I'm so grateful for believing in myself. Now, I got really emotional when I was writing this out. I absolutely meant every word. Now, I, I meant it so much, I almost want to cry. Like, that's how much I mean what I was just writing down. Why? Why did I get so emotional? I got the right music playing in the background. Right? So... What happens if you do that for 365 days? You're gonna believe what you're writing down. All right. Let's stop that. Let's go back to here. That's what I do. That's one thing that I do. Another thing is I look in the mirror and I repeat affirmations to myself. Now, I don't do that very often anymore because honestly, I just accept beliefs now. This is a little advanced, but I form the belief that I can accept a belief instantly. But if you're just starting out, I would look in the mirror and repeat affirmations to yourself until you start to feel the emotion of it. That's another way. Another way is hold on here, folks. I got my credit card in this book. What's going on? Now I can't find it. There it is. I look at my gold card every day. I keep it in my wallet. I see it at least three times a day at a minimum. And I think about it. And I get emotional. I carry a thousand dollars of cash in my wallet. Right here. Okay. Why? I see it. Emotional repetition. I live a life where I always have $1,000 of cash on me. Now, before the people who have FSL comment, oh my God, are you crazy? What if you get robbed? People who think that way get robbed. <laughs> it's fear, man. Stuff like that happens to people who live in fear. I don't. Those are some examples. Hopefully that answered your question. I think you guys probably got a lot out of that. Let's see here. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm tired of how my life has not manifested what I want. You got to stop being tired. You got to stop hating your results. You got to learn to be grateful for what has happened up to this point. You got to change your language. 
Everything has prepared you for what you're going to do moving forward. That's the attitude. So instead of saying, I struggle with manifesting what I want in my life, why don't you say, I'm learning how to manifest what I want in my life. I'm getting better at manifesting what I want in my life. Doesn't that feel good? But when you say words like, I'm struggling, I can't, it never has worked, you're finished before you start. How do you show up every day? Hold on guys. Sorry for the people on YouTube. Sometimes I'm scrolling on TikTok and it just bumps me all the way down and then I got to go all the way back up to where I was. If you guys want to get the journal, it's in my profile. Okay. I, I haven't even mentioned the resources I have for you. Like everything I'm telling you to do, I have a journal that you can follow. I have an ebook that lays out the exact step-by-step -step process to getting what you want in your life. Let me scroll back up here. Wow. This thing bumped me all the way down. All right, here we go. Okay. Listen, I'm a product of what I'm over here sharing with you. Okay. I'm a product of the product. I live this stuff. I just showed you guys. I do my journal. I got the, like, I, this is what I do. I wake up in the morning. I do exactly what I want to do. You know how I got here? Well, first I got a mentor. His name is Bob Proctor. Secondly, I followed a blueprint. I started living my purpose. I created a vision. I set a goal. I changed my self image. I changed my belief system. I changed my habits. I followed a simple plan. So I don't overwhelm myself. I started working with other experts and I got accountability. And you know what I did next is I wrote it all the way down. I wrote it all of it down. I wrote it all down. I think that's what I'm trying to say. That is what I call the purpose blueprint. So what I did this year is I actually went back, refined everything I learned up to this point and put it in a step-by-step -step system. Then what I did is I hosted 200 calls one-on-one -on -one with people didn't sell them anything. The whole purpose of the call was to ask questions to figure out exactly what the problems that people were experiencing today. Just straight up research and service. After those 200 calls, I went back to my ebook in my course, updated it based on what people told me. And that's what I have today. So what am I saying? If you're that person that knows you need to make a decision, you need to do something. Go to my profile and get the Purpose Blueprint course. It's not just another course. This is not about strategy, okay? This is a blueprint for your life. This is a blueprint to get what you want. The journal is also in that ebook if you get it as well. So it's what I coach all my clients through. It's what I am using today. My wife uses it. It's how I live my life. I'm not, I'm not sharing something with you that I don't do myself. That makes no sense. I don't understand why people do things like that anyway. 
So yeah, those are your options if you really want to take some action. How do I show up every day? How do I show up every day? Well, I show up like the person I want to become. That's how I show up. Who do I want to become? Well, let me read it to you. Maybe you guys might agree. I want to become a world-class coach, speaker, mentor, and entrepreneur. That's who I want to become. When people come across me, they're going to know I'm the real deal. When they work with me, they're going to get results. That's who I want to become. It's who I already am. You guys have been watching. I'm just getting started. Just imagine where I'll be in the next five years. That's how I show up every day, like the person I want to become. I make decisions like that person. That's why I'm on here live. My purpose is to help you get what you want. I can't do that if I don't show up. That's what everybody doesn't get. They want the money, but they don't want to do the work. They don't want to become the person. You got to pay a price. That price is you got to become the person who would have the things that you're asking for. That's the price. That person's different than what you're doing right now. I appreciate you guys. Yep, get the likes up. You guys are amazing. Uh, let's see here. Who you surround yourself with matters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't worry about trying to make new friends. Don't worry about that. It's hard for you to make new friends because that's what you believe. I don't believe it's hard to make new friends. I don't believe I need to make new friends. That's the difference. I need to be a friend to myself first, and then I will attract the right people into my life. They will come to me. That's the way that it works. Can you talk about the shadow work? How to, to do it properly? I don't do shadow work. I don't do shadow work. I don't do shadow work. Don't read about shadow work. I went to a mentor. His name is Bob Proctor. He taught me how to think for myself. That solved all my problems. He taught me how to use the mind, how to understand the mind. Taught me about the subconscious mind. Shadow work. I've never done it. Sounds like I'm listening to Bob Proctor. Yeah, you are. I'm just sharing with you what he shared with me. Absolutely. See, Angel Star underscore 95. You're trying to do too much. 
Excuse me. I made the same mistake in the beginning. I try to do everything. I try to do it all. Thousand affirmations, multiple vision boards, different hundred different audio books, reading all the books. Guys, you're doing too much. That's not the way your subconscious mind works. You need simplicity. You just need to focus on one thing. You need rituals. You need consistency, repetition, not overwhelm. I wouldn't be doing all that. I don't do all that today. I told you what I do. All I do is I play the music, I write it out in my journal, and I act it out. That's what I do. What's your advice for someone who's young, has big dreams and targets in life? Focus on yourself first. Focus on yourself first. Invest in yourself first. Guys, I've spent over $50,000 just on myself alone. $100,000 with myself and my business. Just in the last few years. How much money have you spent? I'm not saying that to be rude to anybody. I'm saying that you wonder why you're not getting what you want in your life because you're not invested into yourself. You are your most valuable asset. So before, if you're young, before you get to all of the big businesses and the real estate and the dreams, you need to invest in yourself. You need to learn how to think for yourself first. Like, that's exactly what I would be telling myself who's 18. I would have told him, hey, before you go out here and do all these businesses and all these ideas, why don't you start learning how to use your mind? Because that's the root cause to everything. You see, because I didn't do that, I went through all these experiences, made all these mistakes and became jaded. Because I was operating from ignorance. Now, I wouldn't go back and change anything because everything happens for a reason, of course. But I guess in a parallel universe, that's would be my advice. Inve How do you invest in yourself? Because I know that's probably the follow-up question. Well, what are some things you need to change about yourself to become the best version? Focus on that. Focus on understanding money. Here, Okay, here we go. If I was on a stage right now and millions of people are listening, which this is how I act. I act as if everybody around the world is paying attention to me right now. Listen to this. If you're 18 years old, the three things that you should be focusing on, number one is mindset. You need to understand how to think for yourself. Number two is money. You need to start learning how money works. You need to understand how money is earned. Most people never learn that. People who are 70 still don't understand that. Hold on, guys. What's going on? And number three, you need to understand how to eat a healthy life. 
have a healthy lifestyle. You have to understand that. So do that first. Let's see here. How long did it take you to find your purpose? Well, I didn't find my purpose. I, I guess the best way to explain it is this. I already knew I should have been doing this when I was 18. I just didn't believe in it. So I just went all in on the military. I love speaking. I love mentoring. I love coaching. I love that stuff. I loved it as soon as I was exposed to a little bit of it when I was 18. So, yeah, I, I think the question really is, how long are you going to keep waiting until you start living your purpose? I think that's the most important question. But if you're asking me, like, when did I start living my purpose? That was when I was 30. That was almost five years ago. I can't. I don't know. Yeah. What could a person who wanted to be a vet but can't? I, I don't understand your question. If you wanted to become a veterinarian and you were not able to, then maybe you're not meant to be one. Maybe there's something else greater for you out there. You got to be open-minded to that idea. Let's keep moving here. I appreciate you, Alien Pockets. <laughs> oh. What version of Think and Go Rich do I have? Well, let's find out. I, you know, not many people have the original original version, of course. I learned that there were words removed because people believed that the way he wrote it the first time wouldn't be accepted. This edition, no, let's see here. Well, I'll just tell you this. This title is Think and Grow Rich, the original classic. That's what the title says. So, but listen, it doesn't matter what version you have. It's all the same message. Think and grow rich. Learn how to use your mind to become rich in all aspects of your life. Learn how to think. Here's a great question by Amanda. When I'm reading books, 60% of things that I study or read, I just forget them. Any tips? Yeah, that makes total sense. Why does that happen? It happens because you can't focus 24-7, 365. You can't focus every single second of the day. You're going to lose your focus sooner or later. So that's why the power of repetition is so important. Guys, this is why I have a book holder. I have a book holder. And uh, I just keep reading the same thing. You can put it back here because I had to take the book off because I had to read it. And I'm on page 102 of The Power of Awareness. I've had this since, uh, I believe it was January about this. Was it January? Yeah, it was January. And... I just keep reading it, the same thing. 
illogical, right? Doesn't make any sense. Why would you keep reading the same thing? Shouldn't you read a thousand books? No. <laughs> I laugh because that's what 98 out of 100 people will do is they'll just read a thousand books, but their behavior never changes. Why? Because they're not using repetition. So when you're reading books, 60% of the things that you study or read, I just forget. It's repetition is why. That's why you forget. Yeah. And by the way, when I was in the military, there was this training called the Pathfinder School. This school is where you become the person who does all the calculations and is in charge of uh, people who jump out of airplanes. There's an additional school called Jump Master, which is more of the tactical side of everything, but this is more of the mathematical side of everything. So when I go to the school, there was, I think the class started with 140 people and 14 graduated. I was one of the 14. Anyone who served in the army already can vouch for, for what I'm saying. The Pathfinder School. It's one of the ridiculous schools ever. It's not even a physical thing. It's all mental. It's, it's mathematical actually. And so how did I pass that course? <laughs> I did what I'm telling you now, but I didn't know that's what I was doing. When the instructor at the front of the, the class would be like, yeah, so what you got to do is find out this equation called dirt. So, you know, it's time divided by altitude multiplied by this. And then he would like slam his foot down as a hint. So what I was doing was I was recording his voice with the audio re recorder. This is before like cell phones could do all this with the audio re recorder. So actually I still have it. I have it for nostalgia reasons, really. <laughs> this recorder right here, it's right here. I use this. <laughs> so this guy, he's talking, right? The instructor, I'm recording his voice, okay? And then I wrote down what he said. Then they allowed us with our old school cell phones to take pictures of some of the slides. So when we would end the class for that day, I would go back to my room and what would I do? I would keep looking at the slide over again, listening to what he was saying, rewriting what I wrote down, repetition. Repetition. I rewrote my notes when I got back to my room. I re-listened to what he was saying. I reread what I saw. So when I went to go take the test, I passed. And I'm not the smartest dude in the room ever. I've never been the smartest guy. I've never gotten A's in my life like that. On the surface, looking at my resume and where I was coming from, I should have never passed that course. They had guys who were all like all infantry, you know, special forces, totally advanced in the military, failed like in the first week. Because they don't understand the power of repetition. That's what I'm telling you guys. It doesn't matter what you know. It's what you understand. I understood. Well... I don't even know. <laughs> I think back now, I don't even know why I did that. I think I did that. Here we go. You know why I did that? Because I was obsessed. I was obsessed. 
I'd I'd fallen in love with my purpose in the military, which was to get promoted as quickly as I could to, to become the most expert and valuable soldier in the military. That's why I was in that course to begin with. I was so obsessed that I was willing. This is what people do, did, by the way. This is, again, this is classic. There was another soldier that came. Actually, he was an officer at that time that went to the school with me. He failed in the first two weeks. You know why? He didn't go back to his room. He, he did not study when he went back to his room. He went to the bar. He went out to eat. He went to go have fun. So he failed. It's the power of repetition. This is nothing new. We just don't really apply it to our goals in life. We apply it when we have babies, right? We repeat ourselves a thousand times because we know they need repetition. That doesn't stop. We need that for the rest of our lives. <clears throat> but I was emotional when I was in that course. 140 people, only 14 graduated. I was one of the 14. Emotional repetition. I was emotionally involved and I was listening. I was reading. I was rewriting. Totally illogical. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Let's see here. We're going to wrap this up here in the next eight minutes. Let's see. Yeah. Amazing book. Power Awareness. Awesome book. Yep. Will you let me know who wrote it, please? Neville Goddard. He's the author. Is it possible to be great at attracting good people, but not money? Could you use advice? Well, yeah. You could be great at attracting a lot of money and not good people. I see that happen with people all the time. I, I yeah, I see that I see that happen to people right now. I know people right now who make a lot of money, they don't have good people in their life because they're not good with themselves yet. I, I'm not too sure if you're asking for what you should do about it. But if you plan on getting more money in your life, you got to fix your relationship with money. This is the part that nobody tells people. It's like, yeah, you know, just manifest the money. But what difference does it make if you blow it? That's what that's what's going to happen. Why? Because you don't understand money. You don't understand financial literacy. So you'll waste the money. I'm not telling you don't plan to manifest more money. I'm telling you, why don't you start becoming the person who's a master of their money? Then you can continue to manifest all the money you want. I don't know. That's just my opinion of it. I think other people think differently on the topic. I would rather, I would rather become a person who consistently manifests money, which I do today because I understand it and I'm in control of money. And it doesn't control me. Then to be the person who is on this roller coaster, one day, one week they manifest the money, and then the next 10 months they don't manifest anything. 
Like, that's not a good feeling. Let's see here. That is so much hard work to put into yourself. Well, that's what you believe. The most valuable asset in the world is people. It's people. It's people who make companies. It's people who build products. It's people who provide services. It's people and why you have the things you do in your life today. The most valuable asset in the world is people. So it would make sense if we started to invest in the most valuable asset that we would get the most valuable return. So if you work hard on yourself, if you invest into yourself, the return on that is can't be measured. Limitless. All right, I think we're coming to the end. Let's see here. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yep. That's where I got it. I got it from him. Gold card. Listen, does everybody. Oh, hold on, guys. Does everybody need a gold card? No. A gold card is a tool. It's a tool, but you are the one that gets to decide on what your goal will be. And you get to decide on how often you think about it. One way to help you do that is to have a gold card, but you don't need a gold card. Again, I I've given you guys multiple ways to, to get this done. You can get my journal and write your goal down in there every day before you go to sleep. You can you know, put up a picture of your goal on your desk here somewhere. You can go the gold card route. You can record your voice replayed in your ear. There's multiple ways to, to get this done. But it doesn't matter which way you do it. What matters is do you feel the emotion of it? Are you, are you assuming the feeling of already having it? That's the most important part. Most people are too analytical for this stuff. That's why it doesn't work. It's not the tools, ladies and gentlemen. It's your feeling, your emotion, the repetition, emotional repetition. Yep, how you talk to yourself matters. That's right. Repetition with what things? What would you recommend? What would I recommend? Repetition with what things? 
I mean, it just depends on what you're doing. I mean, that's a vague question. And it's all based on where you are, you know? Like, I've been at this for many, many years already. So, you know, what I do on a repetitive basis is different than what I was doing when I first started. But I can tell you the one thing that I've always been doing no matter what. No matter what. If you guys want to know the one thing that you should be doing no matter what, listen to this. The number one exercise that you should be doing every day is writing out a gratitude list. Well, you know, I just do the gratitude on top of my head. You're not listening. Write it down. Read it. Write it. It's the power of repetition. Write down your gratitude list and write down two things. One, what you are grateful for that you have right now. And two, what are you grateful for that you want? That's if you want to know what repetition, I would be doing that. It's the easiest thing to do. I would just start there. I think that's a strong foundation to start your journey on is gratitude. Love your hair. Appreciate that. What are your thoughts on, I don't understand the question, Kyle, L-I-U-713, what are your thoughts on you and I for entrepreneurs? I don't know what that is. All right, did, did, you, mean, did you mean to write university? If, if you meant to say university, if you guys want to talk about a scam in reference to entrepreneurs, not doctors, not lawyers, not plumbers, not HVAC technicians, not computer scientists, not coders. I'm talking about entrepreneurs. If you're an entrepreneur, there's no reason for you to go to college. If that's what your question is, you'll learn more money or you'll learn more information. You'll no. let me say it this way. You will understand what it is to be an entrepreneur when you go work with an entrepreneur, someone who's already successful. You want to get the best education in the world? Go to the person who has the results you want and start learning from them. That's the best education anybody could ever get. Even a doctor who graduates med school, he wants to become the best doctor. She wants to become the best doctor. They should be associating themselves with the best. I, I, don't, I hope that's what you meant. You put you and I, I think that's short for university. Been watching your videos lately a lot. I love the content. Definitely learning a lot. Committed to staying conscious throughout the day and reprogram my sub subconscious mind so I can level up. Absolutely. My number one question for you, Gerard, I believe your name is, is are you clear on exactly what you're asking for? Are you clear on what you want? Do you have a vision? Are you clear on the self-image you need to have to pull this off? Have you reevaluated your belief system? What plan are you following to make this goal happen? What experts are you consulting with to get the right information so you could take the right actions? That would be my question for you. And if the answer is no on all that, you need to get the Purpose Blueprint course and ebook. Yeah. Did he ever answer our question here? What is that? Yeah, great question, guys.
Yeah, MOS. Yeah, W or WYO hot spots. Get this. Guy went to Pathfinder school, graduated one of 14 people. You know what MOS I was at that time? A 92 Yankee. I was a supply guy. So I was not this infantry, gung-ho, special forces, I'm the shit. That wasn't me. but I was getting better results than people who were. Why is that? It's what we've been talking about today. When I was in the military, instead of having a goal card, I had, here we go. I had a name tape, or not a name tape, I had a rank, okay? I don't have it in front of me, so I'm just going to use this as the prop. I started doing this when I was an E4, by the way. But let's just use my example of when I was a E6. When I was an E6, because I did this hardcore. When I was an E6, I had a, a military uniform in my closet, and it already had the next rank on it, sewed on there. Okay. Then I got my formal dress uniform. I'm just saying formal dress uniform for the civilians here who don't understand to keep it simple. This is the uniform that looks like a suit. Okay. The rank on there was an E7, the next rank. So I was an E6 when I was doing this. I went hardcore. I got a uniform. I got my formal dress uniform. Every folder on my military computer said E7. Now, for people who understand ranks and all that other stuff, it really said Sergeant First Class, but just to keep it simple, E7. So for people out there, if you want to get promoted to a different higher position in your career, if I were you, I would alter everything in your life to match as if you're already that person. Like if you're looking to become a senior analyst and you're a junior analyst, rename every folder on your computer, senior analyst download folder, senior analyst document folder, senior analyst pictures. <laughs> Seriously. So I did that. And then I had the rank in my pocket. So that was like my gold card. It was in my pocket. It was a foregone conclusion. E7 list came out. First one promoted was me. Not the smartest. Didn't have all the credentials. Wasn't the most physically fit in the military. Only deployed once. I'm telling you. You don't become successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way. What I'm telling you is a certain way. You got to be illogical with this stuff. Repetition. You got to alter your entire environment and what's happening inside to match the results that you want. That's what I'm telling you here.
<laughs> yeah, we're past 18K. Appreciate it, guys. You guys are so amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love you as well. Good job on writing your gratitude list. That's right. What will be the title for this page? Oh, yeah, yeah, got it. Yep, I love you too, babe. That was my wife in there. Love you, love you. Associate associate yourself with the best. That's right. Yeah, let's let listen. Let's get to 19 19,000 likes and then we'll call it a day. How about that? 19,000 likes and we'll call it a day. Nineteen thousand, and and we'll stop there. Okay, so listen. I'm not telling you anything. I'm not doing myself. It's it's read the same thing, write the same thing, listen to the same thing over and over and over and over again. That makes it become fixed in your subconscious mind. But why would you do something like that? You're not going to do that because you're curious. You're going to do that because you're emotionally involved. You're obsessed. That's why it doesn't matter how something's going to happen. You just need to know what you want. <laughs> you never know the how. You only know the how when you look backwards. That's how you know how. Like when you sit down and you set your goal... You won't know how you're going to get it. The fun is finding out how you're going to do it, as Bob Proctor would say. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So don't worry about the how. Get that out of your mind. The how is not your concern. The what is your concern. What do you want? What do you want? You know, are you prepared to make a decision? Are you prepared to make a decision? Yep. You got to know what you want. You don't know what you want. The only thing I could do for you is tell you to get that purpose blueprint ebook in that course. Schedule a call with me. Maybe I can help you. Maybe I can't. I, I only say that because, listen, I can't tell you how many times I talk to somebody and I ask them, well, why are you looking for a mentor right now? You know what they all say? Well, I've been doing this myself for many years and I haven't gotten any results. I work with them. They start getting results. And you know what they say after they say, man, why didn't I, why didn't I come to you sooner? All the best people who are great at what they do, you know what they all have in common? Is they all work with other experts. They have mentors. They have coaches. That's what they all have in common. None of them are DIYers. 
They don't do it themselves. If you're trying to change your life and do it yourself, you know what's going to happen to 99% of people out there? Because there's always an outlier, by the way. You will self-sabotage. Your self-image will auto-correct and you will go back to doing what you were doing previously. Why do you think people hit the gym for 30 days and stop? Why do you think people go on a diet and then stop? Why do you think people lose 30 pounds and then gain it back? Why do you think people make the same money they made last year and the year before that and the year before that? Why do you think people keep attracting the same negative partner? They're programmed. They have a self-image. And it works just like the thermostat in your house. Your thermostat is set to the degrees that you've set it to. And when you open the door and it gets hot or cold, your thermostat will autocorrect. It will calculate the, the difference and then kick on the AC or kick on the heater. And bring it back to the temperature that you set it at. That's exactly what your subconscious mind is doing to you. That's why the last time you stepped out to do what you really want to do and you bounced back and you started doing what you didn't want to do, it's because you're programmed. That's why, that's why everybody needs a mentor. I got one. Nobody, nobody wants to tell you guys this, but am I, am I, don't get this twisted. Am I saying you can't make changes for yourself on your own? Yeah, you can. But am I saying you're going to be consistent in that? You're going to be disciplined? You're going to get results quickly? Probably not. Because like I started this live today, it's all great information. Doesn't mean anything if you don't make it a habit, if you don't take action, you don't have accountability. Did you guys know when you have an accountability partner, your chances of success rise to over 80%? And when you don't, it drops to 20 Had accountability partners in the military, had mentors in the military, had trainers and coaches in the military. I wish there was another way sometimes. I, I wish, you know, you could take a pill and then, you know, your subconscious mind has changed. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. You got to have somebody supporting you and in your corner to get you to see the greatness within yourself when even when you don't see it. You need somebody there to help you mentally work through these blocks that you're going to experience. You need someone there to help you educate yourself properly and understand what you're reading. Some of you guys have been reading this book and it was only until I came on today and said certain things that now you understand. What if you got that every day? What if you had somebody like that in your life? But you got to make a decision. Got to make a decision. Thank you for your service. I appreciate you. I served 13 years in the military. 13 years. 
and I actually ended at a O1E. So I went from being an E7 to being a second lieutenant, and then I got out. And again, it's the same story, guys. I went from being E7, which was my main goal, and I, I told you I did all that stuff, repetition, right? Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something that most people never do. I'm going to become an officer after becoming an E7. Well, I go to not just officer candidate school, but I go to the accelerated version. You know what that means? That means the standard officer candidate school, I believe is, I believe it's like four months or something like that. I went to the one that is consolidated into 60 days. So two months. And I left that school being ranked number two. I got to go on the stage. They gave me an award for it and everything at Mount Rushmore. That's where they have the ceremony. Same thing, man. Emotional repetition. While other people were there jacking around, complaining all day long, I wasn't doing that. I was focused. I was emotionally involved. I was willing to do whatever it takes. You're not going to get to that level of belief and mindset if you, you got to have a reason. Like, you got to have something emotionally driving you. Now, I know I sound like a broken record, but that is the way. And again, wasn't the fastest guy, wasn't the smartest. I don't think I was number one in any category, but I ended up being number two. And I think that only happened because the guy who was number one, I mean, he was like, he was like when I did the physical fitness test, I mean, he blew me out of the water. I just, <laughs> yeah. And it's fine. Like, I don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter to me, but my point that I'm making is everything I'm telling you is I was doing it then. I just didn't know that, but that's what I was doing. And we're allowed to keep a journal on us. And what was I writing in my journal? Graduated at the top of his class. That's what I was writing down. It's just, listen, you don't become successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way. It's just a different mindset. Is it inexpensive to have your session? Is it expensive? Well, listen, what's more expensive? You getting a mentor, it doesn't even have to be me. Or you doing what you've been doing. That's the thing that people don't get. Like, if someone, if I'm listening to someone or I come across a coaching opportunity, a course, a book, and they can show me exactly how they can help me get to point A and B, I don't hesitate. Well, 
like the only reason why I am where I am today, because I don't hesitate when it comes to investing in myself. Like I just do it. I don't even care if it doesn't even work. I'll just keep going. I'm obsessed. <laughs> but a lot of you guys, you're not. So you get the course. Maybe you get a coach. Maybe you get a book. Doesn't work. You give up. You're not obsessed. That's why. We got a comment on YouTube. Sarah, Sarah says, I've been doing visualizations, improving habits, journaling, reading, writing gratitude daily, exercise, all things, and I'm still struggling financially. How can I hit the next level? This is why I'm saying people are doing too much. All right. How do we, how do we explain this? All right. Okay, here we go. All those things that you're doing, Sarah, are good things. Do not get me wrong. They are good things. You should be doing things like that. Absolutely. The problem is, is that you don't have the right understanding about what you should be focusing on. So you're just kind of focusing on everything. But like you, you're not working with an expert to get clear on exactly the mental block that you're experiencing and why you're not financially getting what you want in your life. So without all the information, because we would obviously need to have a discussion. Um, let's see here. If you're struggling financially, it's because you have bad money beliefs. I could tell you why really quick. If you're struggling financially, you have bad money beliefs. No question about it. You have bad energy when it comes to money. So that's why you either waste your money, you mismanage your money, or you don't get money at all. It's just negative energy. My wife commented, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love you too. So that's why. Okay. So what should you be doing? Well, you should be developing a new belief system around money. You got to change your perception around money, how you see money. You know how you do that? You get understanding. You got to go get the right information when it comes to money. The number one book to read when it comes to money is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Read that book. And don't read it once. Just read it every day. That level of understanding when you read that book, you'll stop struggling with money because you're operating with new information. You see, what I love doing is the program that I study now, which is from Bob Proctor, and also this book that I'm reading, Power of Awareness, and Sometimes Think and Grow Rich. You guys know what I'm doing? This is what I do. This is why I'm telling Sarah this information. The reason why I started re reading page 102 in the Power of Awareness is because I noticed 
that there were certain things I was not manifesting that I absolutely thought I should have by now. This is back in January. And I was like, I'm doing everything I've been told. I'm doing the affirmations. I'm doing the gratitude. I'm positive. I feel good. It's not showing up. What's going on? Well, number one, it's not showing up because I keep thinking that way. And I called myself out on it. And number two, well, I went back to an expert and I found why the reason is or why it was because, you know, every day I'm manifesting exactly what I've been writing down. So it's great. But he says the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. The fact that it does not does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is a secret of your failure regardless of your desire regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law of attraction if you do not feel natural about what you want to be you will not be it how can this feeling of naturalness be achieved the secret lies in one word and one word only Imagination. The essential feeling of naturalness can only be achieved by persistently feeling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining what? Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. This is why I've been saying this entire live. You got to think like the person you want to become. You got to start seeing yourself as that person. You've got to act like that person. You need to alter your environment and the way you're living as if you are that person. Because that's exactly what would happen if you were that person. Your environment would be different. Your routine would be different. The way you feel would be different. So why not just do that now? So what I was doing... Took my own advice. Step eight, specialized knowledge. Went to an expert and said, you know what? I'm not going to read anything else in this book except what I just read to you guys. I've been reading that over and over and over again. And you know what happened? I started to understand and it started to feel natural about what I wanted. And that's why I am where I am today. That's why I'm here. I'm here today because I kept reading that paragraph. I kept reading that paragraph. And now I have clients all over the world. Just can't make this stuff up. Can't make it up. Can't make it up. Uh, let's see here. 20,000. Oh, <laughs> I was supposed to stop at 19. I totally got cut up here, guys. <laughs> the power of awareness.
let's see here. All right, I think we're just going to go to the end of the comments and then we'll end it here. Oop. I know, Talon, I, I had a change of schedule today. Hi from Texas. Love it. <laughs> 21,000. Why not? Okay. All right. We, we got a good question here. How do you add emotions? Oh, by the way, let me wrap up. I apologize, Sarah. I forgot to <laughs> listen. Just keep doing what you're doing, Sarah. But I would definitely get clear on what are your negative beliefs around money? What are your negative beliefs around money? You need to get clear on that. You need to reevaluate that. Why do you believe so badly about money? Where is that coming from? Who gave you those ideas? I think if you toy with that long enough, you'll get rid of it. Our belief will change when we reevaluate the belief itself with repetition. All right. Good question here. How do you add emotions and manifestation if you're feeling down or depressed? Well, I... That question, the way it's phrased, I think what you're saying is like, if you're feeling down or depressed, like, how do you change that so you can manifest what you want? Well, number one, never fight your emotions. Don't do that. Like, if you're upset, you're upset. It is what it is. You just need to let it pass you by. Just let it go. It's kind of like when you're upset, the best thing to do is to guide that energy, but not allow it to really control you, if that makes sense. So like if you're really upset, go take a walk, go hit the gym. Don't say anything, just go in peace or something. But definitely do not allow it to have you take aggressive actions. So... That's one. Number two is work yourself back to feeling good. You're not going to just go from being angry to having unconditional love in 30 seconds. So if you're absolutely depressed and angry, well, maybe the next step for you is just to be content and jealous. Maybe that's what it is. Great author on that would be Abraham Hicks. Ask and it is given. She's really great at that. Hello from Seattle. Hey, I appreciate you joining. All right. East Africa, love it. Canada, love it. Yep, repetition. Think on things you like or love. Yep, that's right. So we're going to end it here, guys. But let me leave you guys off with this. The bottom line. The bottom line here, folks. Is that think and grow rich. Is as powerful as you want it to be. If you pick this book up and you read it every day. Your life will change. Not the entire book. I would just choose. You know what most people need to do? They need to read this paragraph every day. I think people in the world would be better if they did this. 
There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. If you were to read that every day, you'd start to understand the power of belief. And you would start believing. See, it's the repetition of one idea, not a thousand. The repetition of one idea that truly creates the change in your subconscious mind. That's why when I'm working with clients and we're talking about habits, you're only going to focus on one habit at a time. Not two, not three, not five, just one. And it's got to be a simple habit, not a complicated habit. That's what people do. They try to develop habits that are complicated. They try to create businesses that are complicated. They try to make change in their life using complicated techniques. Doesn't work. Comp com complexity is just going to equal overwhelm. You don't need more complexity. You need simplicity. You need to keep it simple. A, B, C, one, two, three. And maybe that's the military in me because that's how everything is designed in the military. But yeah, if you were to read that paragraph every day when it comes to this book, something's going to change. But why we even talked about this book today was really the three powerful lessons. Lesson number one, if you don't have an emotional reason, you're not in love, you're not obsessed, you're done. You've got to have an emotional reason. You've got to have that desire. And I've found there are really only two ways that somebody gets to that point. One, they are fed up. They have reached a level of dissatisfaction. Two, they hit rock bottom. Their ego is absolutely crushed and they're willing to submit to anything. It's not very common. I come across somebody who makes changes because they're curious or because they find it fun. Now, usually it's they're dissatisfied. And so they want to change. They have the desire. They are obsessed. Number two, you got to believe. You're not going to have any faith if you don't believe. Faith is the opposite of fear. A lot of you guys are allowing fear to hold you back because you guys have FSL disease. Fear, scarcity, and lack. That's how you live your life. Fear, scarcity, and lack. You don't live your life with abundance, faith. You don't live your life that way. You're living your life with FSL. Fear, scarcity, and lack. You got to stop that. So the second lesson that we read in the book today was about having belief. Nobody is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. This is what people say. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. You don't believe. You don't believe. Just look at your actions. Are you acting like the person who believes? Lesson number three is auto-suggestion. That's where the technique of reprogramming your subconscious mind comes into play. No words that you are repeating to yourself that are not emotionalized with belief, it ain't going to happen. This is why I said, lesson number one, you've got to be emotionally involved. You got to be emotionally obsessed. You got to fall in love. 
It's the emotion that you put behind an affirmation that makes it stick inside your subconscious mind. No emotion, no bueno. It's not going to work. Your subconscious mind will reject it. All you need to do is think of your subconscious mind like a bank vault. The only way to get it open and put something into the safety deposit box is with emotional repetition. You got to be emotional and you got to keep doing it over and over and over again. This is why I told you guys my military story. Reading it, writing it, seeing it every single day. Now, I've even I've even given you guys that something I always tell my clients, change your environment. Make sure your environment matches the results that you want. If you want a better partner, you want to be in a healthy relationship. When I walk into your house, do you are you living like someone who's healthy? When I go into your closet, is there room for that person? good question, huh? Do you leave your home so you can meet other people? You see, this is, it's very simple, totally misunderstood. I want to attract a better person. You never leave your house. And I, I'm not even going to go there, but you know, for the people who are hitting the club in the streets and looking for somebody, you wonder why you're not getting that person. <laughs> you're doing things that a person who's looking for a healthy relationship would not do. And you don't have to go get anything. You attract it to yourself based on the way that you habitually feel every day. Your emotions. So these are the three powerful lessons that we were talking about today. And how Think and Grow Rich can change your life. But none of it is going to happen. And this is what I summed up earlier. None of it is going to happen if you don't make a decision. A decision requires action. A decision requires your time and energy. See, I've given you ideas that can improve the quality of your life. Some of you guys listening or some people who have dropped by rejected it because they're not open-minded. They don't believe. They don't know how to make a decision. You've got to make a decision. A decision is based on what you want. It's not based on your children's opinion. It's not based on your husband or wife's opinion. It's based on what you want. You guys want to have freedom in your life? Start doing what you want. Make decisions based on what you want. Well, you don't understand, Devori. I have to do things that I don't want to do. Everybody does. Okay? Let's not get lost in the message here. Okay? The bottom line is, you need to start doing what you want to do in your life. So when you do things you don't want to do, they fly by. It's a breeze. Because you're in a diff you have a different attitude. When you're doing things you don't want to do, and you combine that with not living the life you don't want to live, and then you combine that with you don't know how to think for yourself, yeah, it's really hard to do things you don't want to do. Absolutely. But when you are doing what you love to do, and you have fallen in love with your life, and you're constantly growing every day, when it comes to doing things you don't want to do, 
It's easy. It's not that difficult because you have a purpose. You have something emotionally driving you, so you'll do it. So when it comes to making a decision, you're going to decide quickly because you want something and then you take action. So we said a lot of great things here today, guys, but are you going to make a decision to act on what I said today? That's the question here. Are you going to take action? It's up to you. It's, it's really up to you, but you got to make a, a decision. That's what I did. It's exactly what I did. All right, guys, I really appreciate you for staying on with me so much today. You know, I pre I'm very grateful for you guys' time. I know you could be doing something else, but you're here with me. So with that, I want to say I love you. Stay focused. You deserve it. And uh, we'll be on live tomorrow at our regular scheduled, which is 8 a.m. California time, PST. All right, guys. Take care and talk soon.